Today on our panel, from your right to left, is Amy Mena, who is a doctoral student in the counseling, I'm sorry, the counselor education program, also a licensed mental health counselor, uh, certified addictions professional. Next is Dr. Harry Brown, who is deputy superintendent, curriculum and operations at Pinellas County Schools. Next is Paul Werner, who is an upper level Spanish teacher and GSA sponsor at Wesley Chapel High School in Pasco County. And uh, lastly, we have Dr. Jennifer Baggerly with USF Counselor Education. So I want to get started by asking Amy, Amy, given the history and still prevalent existence of discrimination against the LGBT population, why should we be concerned? And what are the repercussions that could come as a result of not providing a supportive environment for LGBT students? Well, a National School Climate Survey said that 70% of our LGBT community felt unsafe in their schools as a result of their sexual orientation. That's 70% of people feeling unsafe in a school that they spend approximately eight hours a day at. As a result of that, they have problems with coming out, they have problems telling their friends, and what happens with that is that they have problems related to mental health later on in life. They have more anxiety, more coming out issues. They have problems related to drugs and alcohol. Really anything you can think of is what these individuals go through. 80% of LGBT individuals reported being harassed during their time in school. That's 80%. When they should be focusing on school-related activity, they're being verbally harassed. 90% hear comments like, that's so gay. 77% said that they heard other comments that were heterosexist. 88% said that these comments went unnoticed or were not intervened on. Um, that creates a climate that um, is somewhat hostile. And when you're in the hostile environment, you're not growing in a healthy way. The problems related to this is a sense of being different. 
They have difficulty with contact with other members of their own community. They're looking for people to relate to, and that's simply not there. They avoid school. 30% of people say that they avoided at least one day of school as a result of their sexual orientation. So we have students not attending school simply because of their orientation. If you're not in school, you can't learn. That's concerning to me, and that should be concerning to the school board and to those who are educating our youth. There's a 20 to 42% rate of suicide attempts among these adolescents. Now that's attempts. That's not just thinking about suicide. The, high, the suicidality rate of LGBT individuals is very high. What we're talking about is a special population. We're talking about a special population with special needs. And we should be concerned about this population because they're more, they're more concerned about their orientation and they have to be more concerned about their orientation. When 61% from the GLSEN survey said 61% are being bullied as a result of their orientation, they have to be more concerned about their orientation than their schooling. So they're a special population with special needs and they need to be attended to. So I think there's um, a lot of concern regarding this population. I think they're a special needs population and I think that at times they need to worry more about their orientation be instead of school when they should be focusing on school. I think that they tend to grow up then in a hostile environment. Um, somewhere around uh, a third of youth has been verbally attacked by their own family. So they need services. And without these services, they're going to be alcohol, drugs, anxiety, depression, and all sorts of mental health problems. Okay, thank you. At this time, we'll allow the panel to respond, if anybody would like. And we'll, we'll also, I'm sorry, go ahead, Dr. Powell. I'd like to add to that, that uh, teachers also are experiencing some harassment from students, teachers who are uh, gay or lesbian. And one of our doctoral students, uh, James Mayo, who is now graduated, did a qualitative study interviewing teachers in West Central Florida who were gay and lesbian, and actually just gay, and asked them what was going on in the schools. And uh, he found that teachers experienced harassment themselves on a regular basis. One respondent said um, that students yell at him and say, hey, Mr. Fag, and um, he's not able to respond to them and to get the support from the administration. Uh, another person said um, that some, some kids were um, uh, making fun of him and act, acting feminine, um, and uh, he wasn't able really to address this situation uh, and went home depressed that day. So a lot of our teachers are experiencing harassment themselves and are in fear of coming out for fear of losing their job. And uh, I know in this area we don't have the luxury of losing highly qualified teachers. We need all of our highly qualified teachers, gay, lesbian, straight, bisexual, whatever. So we need to be aware of what's happening with our teachers as well. When students don't have a positive gay or lesbian 
teacher role model to go to, they will find other ways to get support. I have um, a colleague who is uh, a lesbian teacher. A student came to her and was seeking some support because she was also lesbian, but the teacher was afraid to even tell her of her situation and um, wasn't able to respond to her needs. And so the student went to the only other place she knew she could get some support, which was to a bar. Unfortunately, she got into a fight at the bar and was um, run over by a car, and now that student is a quadriplegic. My colleague realized at that time, students are in desperate need of teachers who are willing to be out. And so she now is taking the risk and is being supportive of students who need to talk and who need a positive role model. But she also realizes this risks her job. Thank you. I guess one of the things that I, uh, that I hate the most hearing is when the students say, that's so gay, when there's something that they don't like, because gay is equivalent to stupid for some reason, and I don't know why, because you don't hear, that's so Italian, you know, or, or that's so blonde, or, or whatever. Well, actually, no, blonde is also equivalent to stupid in, in blonde jokes and stuff, so I should, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. But, um, and uh, the other thing that I also hear is Jewish in class, you know, when, when the kids are trying to, like, buy each other's iPods, you say, I'll, I'll do you down $20, you know, I hear that, and that for some reason really infuriates me. Um, but I, you know, I hear that's so gay. And, you know, I'm out at my school, and I'll like I'll tell a joke, and the joke really bombs in class, and they'll go, "Oh, Mr. Doran, you're so," gay. because they can't say that to me, you know. So, um, and then that's kind of funny, and the kids realize, "Oh, I'm just saying something really, really dumb right now. I'm getting ready to make a big idiot of myself," because they're realizing that they're they're participating in a slur, you know. So that educates them without my having to say something. And I think I mentioned this last time. That you know, I'll give a I'll give a, a little quiz or something, and they'll they'll take in their hand. Oh, this is so gay, and, and uh oh, you know, they know what's going to happen next. And I'll I'll pick it up. And I'll, a homosexual quiz? Wow, it must like other quizzes, you know, because you know, gay does not mean stupid or does not mean dumb. It originally meant happy, and then is you know the, the word shifted semantically. But um, it's it's a slur, you know, and and, and I I wish. Um, that would be addressed more often by teachers in public schools, and you hear it in the hallway, and teachers ignore it. They ignore it. But a gay teacher won't if they're out. Anyway.